This, 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 of the Fight Disciples. This is dedicated to the world of UFC. If you've only just come across us, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe via our website if you're on Android, all right? Fightdisciples.com. And we're all over social media too. Fight Disciples. Uh, at Fight Disciples, should I say, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Loads of stuff uh, on those uh, channels throughout the course of the week as we built up to another fantastic weekend of fighting, of which involves a bit of Cage Warriors. Don't forget the Dan Hardy full reptile radio will be in your feed on Thursday morning. Dan will be giving you a little bit of a preview at some point this week uh, because he's at that event. He's at that event calling it for the telly. So we thought, why should we preview it? We'll talk about it a little bit, but why should we give you the full analytical preview when Dan Hardy's on board? He might as well do it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Why put up with all bullshit when Dan knows far more about that card? So mm. it's a decent one. There's a couple of title fights on there, light heavyweight title, welterweight title. Uh, and there's also uh, the featherweight tournament. They're doing a featherweight tournament, like Grand Prix thing. Yeah. And both semifinals are on that card as well. Some good lads in that tournament. Obviously, Adam will be there. Adam Amersing will be there, which is one of the lads... Dan Corners, uh, Dean Amersinger's brother. And, you know, I was talking to Dan about this kid in Las Vegas, and fuck me, he was raving about him. Absolutely raving about him. So if you are going to Birmingham this weekend for Cage Warriors, or if you're watching it on BT Sports, I'm guessing it's on BT Sport, and uh, the prelims will probably be on Lad Bible or UFC Fight Pass or whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, tune into that. Look out for Adam Amersinger, as I say. But also that featherweight tournament semi-final will be fucking tasty. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good card. What did you make of, uh, speaking of tournaments, what did you make of the Bellator tournament at the weekend? Hmm. Go on, Chael. Just slide Bellaware off. tournament. Just Bellaware. Just, uh, <laughs> just uh, slide off me old bike there, sunshine, and, and take one right in the mush. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, for the start, once again, not on fucking British TV. So, two steps forward. It was with Peter, Peppa Pig. Three steps back. Thanks very much, Bellator. Great way to fucking get your audience going in the UK, which you have committed to and said, we're going to sign loads of fighters, do loads of fighting in the UK. It's going to be amazing. Massive gap in the market. It is. But you're shortchanging us to fuck by mm. teasing us, by giving us cards and then not giving us cards. So I know you could watch it the next day on Channel 5 online or whatever it was. That's right. But I, I just streamed the highlights because it couldn't be asked working that hard for me MMA fix, especially when Charles Sonnen's getting back control against Fedor and then jumping over his head into landing square in front of Fedor where he can be punched clean in the face. Hmm. hmm. You've got, you got a thought on that, haven't you, mate? I just think it was a fucking, either the stupidest fucking move since Chael tapped to Anderson with about 30 seconds to go for the UFC belt. Or it was a calculated move because but, you but think... By a company, man. Yeah. Because you think, okay, heavyweight tournament in Bellator for historical reasons, for legacy reasons, for promotional reasons, who do we want to be in this tournament more than anybody? Fedor, the one-time goat that everyone's wishing was 10 years younger than he is. Mm. Um, shit, suddenly now the guy who owns a share in Bellator, Chael Sonnen, finds himself with complete back control as a grappler with Fedor, who's 50, um, and this opportunity. So what shall I do? Oh, I'll fucking frog jump over his head and land clean <laughs> while in front of him and take a whale of shots well done Chael 
You're so cynical, aren't you? Maybe you I just am made cynical, a, maybe yeah. you just made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was a mistake. Yeah, mm. the mistake was fucking taking us back in the first place mm. instead of just standing there with his hands by his side and begging Fido to punch him in the grid. My <laughs> my main uh, conclusion from Bellator at the weekend is how amazing Benson Henderson does with that hair. Yeah, no, it's yeah, so, it's so. You know what I mean? Like. I watch my little girl eat her cornflakes in the morning with all that hair. And I think to myself, come on, let me tie it up for you, kid, so then you can actually get to the good stuff. She's Benson Henderson there. I mean, that's a proper wig on him, isn't it? Okay, yeah. I'm, everybody knows I'm follically challenged, and maybe there's a little bit of jealousy there. But, you know, <laughs> you, need, you need to do something with that, pal, if you're fighting. And how tempting would it be if you were fighting him? Not just give it a little tug. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. Just give it a little pull there, you know what I mean, son? Ref's not watching. <laughs> I'll give that a little bit of a crack there. Don't get me wrong, it's a great wig. I'm very yeah, jealous yeah. of it. But you It's know. weird, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of it. It is It is weird. For a guy who fights, who, who has taken fights in the past with a toothpick in his mouth, though, nothing should surprise us mm. from Benson Henderson. It's good to see guys like Benson Henderson doing well in, in Bellator, doing mm. well in the, in the second league. Um, <laughs> you know, he was a UFC champion. He was fucking outstanding. And this is, we're, so, we're seeing it now, aren't we, with Eddie Alvarez? You see Eddie Alvarez has come out and it looks like he's, gonna he's now a, bit, a free agent. And he's going to sign with one FC. I've seen he's going to sign with one FC in Asia. That's been the latest yeah. shout with, with Eddie Alvarez. I don't knock it. You know, listen, he came into the UFC, won belts everywhere, deep uh, dream, fucking all over Japan, then wins the Bellator belt, then comes over to the UFC. He's had his pop here, now he's going to go back and, and, and coin it in. I don't, I don't knock him for it, absolutely not. I encourage it. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Benson here performing. I always see Benson though, and he wins like this. He wins such a strong unanimous decision. You're like, you could have, you could have maybe carried on doing it in in UFC. Mm. You know, you could have stayed as a lightweight in the UFC and carried on doing it. I don't know. But then you see Czech Congo on here as well. Czech Congo's had like fucking seven straight knockouts or whatever it is. Why the fuck is he not in the heavyweight Grand Prix? Mm. He's, he is an actual heavyweight, mm. unlike most of the guys Got in the Grand Prix. Weekend, didn't you? He's actually a heavyweight. He's yeah. not a blown-up light heavyweight, mm. and yet he's not in the tournament, and he's on a fucking absolute tear. I believe that he was uh, actually a little bit pissed about not being in. So he should be in that, yeah. So he fucking should be. Um. But yeah, the main the main event, you know, it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, for anyone that owns a slice of a company <laughs> as a director, shouldn't be entering tournaments where he as a can vested have interest. A vested interest yeah. in, in this case, not being the winner mm. because Fido being in the heavyweight Grand Prix generates a lot more interest than Chael being in the heavyweight Grand Prix against Ryan Bader two light heavyweights there you go Fido so. against Bader Fido against Bader yeah uh, that will be the final I've woke up this morning by the way as we uh, as we headed out on location to record this uh, show and I thought you know something I'll just check my uh, social media feed because obviously last week it was all Connor and Khabib weren't it all Connor and Khabib off the back of that and it has been for the rest of the week it'd be nice to maybe talk about something else Check my social media feeds uh, this Connor. morning. Connor's fucking whizzing bloody American footballs around the gaff, throwing whiskey <laughs> at people and all that type of stuff. Looking in wonderful spirits because he's absolutely Brewster to the tits. Uh, he was at Dallas Cowboys, uh, the NFL game, wasn't he? He was. Uh, hanging out with the owner there. Uh, a lot of the rhetoric coming out of Connor's mouth was, oh, an octagon would look absolutely tremendous right here See on the centre yeah. spot, my friend. Um, we've obviously experienced uh, fight sports in that Dallas Cowboys stadium previously where Canelo's been and Liam Smith obviously fought him uh, in that particular uh, in that particular stadium Uh, like you said Pacquiao's been there yeah 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 uh, so it's not alien to them. They've got the license for it, and Connor's obviously started the uh, the ball rolling with uh, it coming maybe the UFC to Dallas. Yeah, well, as long as it is the UFC and not boxing, because obviously he's been talking as well about fighting 
Malinaji again and Mayweather coming out of retirement. Like, I think Khabib's been linked with a fight with Mayweather as well. Well, hang what on a minute. Fuck? Hang on a minute. Oh, Khabib had mentioned it. Khabib was at the World Boxing Super Series at the weekend. Right. Right. And Leonard Ellaby so was there. there. Leonard Ellaby was there, right. mate. And Leonard, you know what Leonard's like. Yeah, if yeah. there's an opportunity to make a few quid, he's in there, isn't he? He's having a look. He's <laughs> yeah. like swimwear, that fella. Uh, and he was basically wanting Khabib on social media to start staring the pot, calling out uh, Floyd and what have you. Um, I don't want to see it. Khabib, God, absolutely not, no. Khabib, stay away, son. Yeah, yeah. You just, just concentrate just... on being an absolute monster in your division. Well, th- being can a I, monster's I, one thing as I, well. Did you see Khabib put his foot down as well about his, his mate losing his job? Well, that, yeah, well, mate, that was that was ballsy again. It's like a shift in the dynamic. I think mm. a lot of fighters, we've seen what Conor McGregor have done. He's become bigger than the UFC. And he, what, he, what he says generally goes and... He's gone head-to-head with Dana White on more than one occasion and got away with it. And we're like, yeah, but he's a one-off. It's just Connor. Well, Khabib's doing the same now. I like the way Khabib during fight week was like, I ain't taking no shit off Connor. I'll do my own thing. I'll turn up for the press conferences. I'll do my thing. I'm not dancing by Connor's soundtrack. I'll, I'll, I'll generate my own thing. Mm. And he's done it again with the with his mate. Who obviously, his mate was one of the guys who attacked Connor in the, in the Zabiria. Octagon. So... The UFC have said, right, you're out. He's, he's supposed to be fighting Artem, wasn't he? A week on Saturday out in Canada. Um, that fight's now not happening. Artem's now fighting Michael Johnson, uh, a featherweight in the co-main event. But Khabib just come out and was like, well, if tell you what, if, you, if he's getting sacked, if he's not in the promotion, then forget about me being in the promotion as well. And yeah. that's ballsy, but now he can do it because UFC can't afford to lose him. And stick your $2 million up your ass. Yeah, that is even better, wasn't Mate, it? Mate, do you know something? When it initially happened, I said straight away, Khabib's just fucked it. Because, he, like we said on last week's show, if he'd have Billy strutted once he made him tap yeah, 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 or yeah. And all that type of stuff, he'd have been a global superstar. Yeah. Over the last seven days, Khabib's stock's gone through the roof. Yeah. Because of just the way he's handling himself. He's, it is about honour. It is about the man. And people buzz off that, don't they? They of buzz. When, but there's a lot of people that talk the talk in this game. But when you're actually prepared to back it up, when you're willing to cut your own nose off to yeah. spite your face in order just to stand up for your own principles, people go fucking crazy for it. Khabib, whether it's real, whether it's not real, whatever, whether he's playing poker with him or whatever, yeah. he is gaining a lot of fans. There's a lot he of is. people that I'm speaking to that are obviously Connor, 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 that are going, fucking like it what this Khabib's doing, telling him yeah, to fucking yeah. stick it up their ass. I kind of like it. Yeah. Fair play to him. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, he never said stick the pay-per-view money up your ass. Let's get that clear. Because <laughs> that's substantially bigger than two million. But still, you know, it's ballsy for him to do it. That's still the biggest payday of his career. And he's basically gone, yeah, fuck you then. If you don't want, I don't want your money. Uh, I'm sticking by my guy. I think the UFC were right to ban the guy and throw him out because he fucking attacked Connor. But listen, I, I think he'll probably find his way back in. At the mm. end of the day, Artem's fucking back in the UFC. Mm. And Artem was at the center of all this as well. Um uh, you know, earlier on, obviously with the New York thing and the, the dolly and everything else, Artem was a part of all that. So I, I think Khabib, you're right, has gained a lot of fans, a lot of traction from it. I think back home in Russia, evidently fucking sitting down with Vladimir Putin and, you know, having consul with Vladimir Putin. And then Putin's basically saying to his dad, don't be too hard on him. He did the right thing there. Don't, you know, stand up for yourself, stand up for your principles. We respect that. That's what us Russians do and all that. I'm like, fuck me, son. That's it. He's huge. And I, I think now... UFC can't afford to lose Khabib. His mate will get back in the UFC somehow, somewhere, because they can't they can't allow that to happen. Yeah, don't take his word lightly. Because yeah, he's, he's yeah. proving that it is all about honour and where he works. That's, that's his upbringing. 
So you've got to find a way to get his mate back in. You've got to find a way. What you've got to find a way to do is Khabib defending his belt, whether it's against Tony Ferguson or whoever in Moscow. That's going to be fucking massive. That's a, you know, they did the Olympic Stadium last time, but it was closed off for for eighteen thousand or whatever it was. This time, open it up, get fifty thousand in there. It'd be absolutely bonkers. You'd probably get fucking Putin attending himself. You know, it would be like a scene out of Rocky IV. It would be absolutely insane. It is. But, you know, we've got to see that happen, haven't we? Yeah. That's got to play out. No, absolutely, man. Um, other stuff going on in the uh, in the world of uh, mixed martial arts, which has put a smile on our face, let's just yep. say. Because on the 29th of December in Viva Las Vegas, they're rolling it back. Yeah, all right. Might be five years too late. Might be. But fuck it, man. John Jones needed a dance partner, and there ain't no better dance partner than Alex Gustafsson. Man, my man. We go again. Mate, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait. Gustafsson's obviously my son's namesake. I love Alex <laughs> to bits. And I actually think Alex beat John Jones in that first fight. You would. <laughs> <laughs> but John Jones, the best that's ever done it. This is, listen, this is, this is where our boxing show and our UFC shows differ entirely. <laughs> Our boxing shows, if you're a drug cheat, we fucking hate you. Get out of this sport. You're a scumbag. Because it's the UFC show, and we're talking about a drug cheat, but his name's John Jones. We're like, all is forgiven, John. Come back to the octagon. The best that's ever done it. So we can be hypocrites, and we're apologising for being hypocrites. Well, we're not. We couldn't give a fuck to our show. We'd do it like. But <laughs> that's John that's Jones... why we set this up. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We set up Fight Disciples so we can say what the fuck we like. So John Jones coming back to fight Gustafsson. Tremendous. Can't wait. Sign me up for it. It's a great... It's just, amazing. Everything about it. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people who, are, who have openly admitted that they've become MMA UFC fans off the back of listening to us. We've only been going three years, right, yeah. as, as fight disciples. So you come, you listen to the boxing stuff, you go, oh, go on then. I'll have a listen to what they're talking about in MMA. Oh, yeah. fuck it. I'll watch it at the weekend. So there'll be loads of people that haven't seen that first fight. Go and watch it. That's, what, that's the first bit of advice. Go and have a bit of a nosy. It's available on Fight Pass. It's available on YouTube. Go and have a watch of it because it's fucking brilliant. It's, it's fucking really, brilliant. really, really good. Yeah. Then make sure you do not miss any press conference. <laughs> Don't miss anything connected yeah. to this fight. Jones will light the gaff up, man. He will, yeah, yeah. And so will Alex as well because Alex has been oh, watching this rematch yeah. since day he's angry. I interviewed Alex. It was probably about two years ago now because fucking Alex has been as inactive as John Jones has. For one reason or another. You had him on here after just uh, the birth of his child. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just as he right, became yeah. a dad. That's right, yeah. We had him on the show and I said to him then, I had I said to him on Fight Disciples, I said, What do you want most? Do you want the belt or do you want John Jones? And he said, I want John Jones. Because John Jones is the belt. Mm. Even though DC's got the belt, John Jones is the belt. Mm. I want to beat the man because he's never been beaten. And he's got his wish. Alex has got his wish. And, and he's got the belt as well because what will happen, it's one of them weird ones, isn't it? As soon as the first punch is thrown in this, in, in DC, is it this DC's fight or their fight, whichever, yeah. DC will be stripped and the belt will then be on the line. Yeah. It's a weird way that it has been set up. Yeah. But the light heavyweight championship will be on the line on yeah. the 29th of December. Which again is, is kind of fucking outrageous. Gustafsson's been super in, inactive. John Jones has been banned and they're coming back to fight for the belt. It, it's bonkers. It can only happen in the UFC, in, 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 in boxing. You know what it's like. Have a fucking riot. You can't have a headliner without a belt mate yeah but it's ace <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not saying it's a bad thing for me Gustafsson versus John Jones are the two best light heavyweights heavyweights on the planet because Daniel Cormier is now a heavyweight anyway so I get it but if I was the rest of the roster if I was the everybody else at light heavyweights who's yeah, been man. fucking fighting and winning and trying to get towards a title well, shot we've got to fight you'd be a bit pissed we've got to fight a week of Saturday 
yeah. with Smith. Yeah, yeah. That's a Volkan. Yeah, that's a, a, a tremendous a fight. A fight. Don't get me wrong, Volkan's lost previously, but uh, Smith's on a tear. He, he must be well, pissed. Volkan only lost to, to Cormier, so mm. both those guys have got a more, probably more of a legitimate chance to cry about it into a title fight or mm. even a title fight if DC is moving on. But listen, this is this is the sometimes this is the beauty of the UFC, and it, they don't have to play by the rules of rankings and activity and everything else. They can just go. These are the two best guys. Let's throw the belt on the line. Let's do it. (laughs) 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 Sorry about you in the background there, giving us his uh, opinion on uh, Daniel Cormier. But he's moving up. He's taking on Derek Lewis, man. Yeah. Listen. Which is hilarious when that got announced. It is hilarious. I was talking to Derek Lewis literally weeks ago about this very thing. Two weeks ago. And I said to him after his win, do you want to fight DC next? And he said, absolutely not. And my cardio is shit. Yeah. I'm not ready for a title shot. Yeah. And within a week, within he's two weeks, he's, got a, title he's shot. got a title shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you don't turn it down if it comes. If someone of knocks course. on the doors and they, they offer it, you you take it. And of I course. think there's a little bit of the UFC needing something for UFC 230. Yeah. They were desperate, man. Well, at least our girls are back on as well. well there's a flip side well, of that well, as well. Well, let's go DC Derek Lewis first, right? Yeah. DC should absolutely batter the absolutely fucking shit out of him. Absolutely marmalise him, yeah. Absolutely marmalise <laughs> him. But we, we saw, we saw um, Volkov. Yeah, yeah. Battered Derek last time out. Yeah. And then one Mate, overhand right absolutely Mate, pinged was, him. As you know, I was doing live commentary. I said it last week. Vol- he left the door open. Mm. You can't leave the door open. Mm. You've just got to fucking end the fight. You can't leave it open. If you've got him on his back foot, finish the fight. DC will definitely finish the fight. D- DC will 100% close the distance, beat him up on the inside, take him down, and strangle the fuck is out it, of him. Is it? Is it risky from DC's point of view, knowing that he's got the Brock Lesnar thing just dangling for January, February next it, year? It, it is risky in some regards, but then, you know, at the end of the day, it's as close to a gimme fight as you can get, you know? Mate. DC just wins for this shit, in every department. Just for shits and giggles. How fucking cool would it be as if Derek, Derek just landed a big overland right? Yeah. Because that big overland right can sleep anybody. Mm. So you never know. You absolutely never know. But DC won't do what Volkov did. He won't carry him. DC will close the distance, put him down and choke him out as quickly as possible. Don't know about you, but my balls are hot. Yeah, man. <laughs> Everyone's balls should be hot. Everybody's balls should be hot. <laughs> because as you just uh, pointed out, that one thing, we'll go good news first and then we'll go bad news, right? So good news yeah. is obviously off the back of uh, that that news of DC and uh, Derek Lewis, we then it's get back. we then get Valentina yes. and Johanna yes. pushed back to Toronto at UFC 231. My UFC love interest versus your UFC Mate. love interest. First of all, it was disgusting that it was pulled originally, yeah. right? To treat jo- Johanna that p- that way, where she signed everything and everything's done. Yeah, but fucking hell. Just shut the fuck up for a minute. Banks shut up. Got some shut up for a reason minute, to eh? be consi- right. upset as well. Well, they, they, they'd signed, sealed and delivered for Toronto. Then they pulled the fight just because they needed a headliner for the one previous yeah. to it. So you think to yourself, what's the point of signing a fucking fight agreement? Yeah. I've agreed for it and I'm training and all that type of stuff. Anyway, yeah. sense has prevailed. Obviously, they've listened to the fans going, well, hang on a minute. The fans don't really want to see Eubanks going at this. They want to see these two go out. Exactly. So let's do it. Let's put them in an octagon in Toronto and watch Johanna become uh, uh, the world champion once again. Tremendous. Can't wait. I've, have you seen Mate, the bet? You seen better the wait because you're going to be waiting a long I am gonna time. Be, I, I am going to be waiting because I've, I've uh, n- heart and head rule when you are when you're calling a fight. I, I, I stupidly went online just to check the bookies just to see where they were at. Yeah. Fucking hell. Johanna couldn't be a bigger underdog. Yeah. <laughs> Could not be a bigger underdog for this particular fight. She got she got saved royally twice by Rose Namahunas and as much as I love Rose, she's a different animal compared to the bullet. Shevchenko is going to tear her a new one, son. I hate to agree. 
but be insane. listen, I'm backing my girl all the way. I'll be of in course. the corner. I'll Got be in the corner. Me. I'll be like Don King. I'll li- come in with the champ and I'll leave with the champ. <laughs> Absolutely. <yeah. laughs> that's Absolutely. how that like goes it. down. Uh, Toronto is the destination for that. It will I be just can't wait for the minutes. countdown shows. You know, the embedded shows. <laughs> can't wait for it. You're hoping to do it in a bath, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. A bath full of jelly. You're a disgusting old man. Um, the negative news out of all of this is that Poirier net is off. Poirier got yeah. injured. Uh, a lot of people were shouting, well, is Nate going to uh, have a different opponent and all that type of stuff? But Nate's off that card as well. Yep. Nate wants Khabib. <laughs> so God knows what uh, is going yeah. on there. It's just a shame because that fight was brilliant and really could have been the catalyst for something special. I agree. But you know what? Was it ever going to happen? I didn't expect Poirier to be the one that pulled yeah, out, maybe. obviously, but I never, ever thought that fight was going to happen. Just the noises that Nate was making, the whole talk about 165, the whole talk about it being a five-rounder, then only a three-rounder. I just think it was it was bound never to happen. Massively disappointed for, for Dustin Poirier, because for me, Dustin Poirier wins that fight. He gets himself a, a red panty party, you know? He jumps right into the equation to, for the rematch with Connor. Mm. Um so he must be absolutely devastated. That must have been the worst phone call of his life, realising that he's uh, he's going to be out and not going to be able to fight Diaz. But in terms of Diaz, you know, it's like, where does he go from here? You know, Nate, it's t- taken us fucking best part of two years to get Nate to get back inside the octagon with a dance partner. How, I don't know who they're going to put him in with now. Obviously, the logical choice would be Connor. Keep him on the shelf, put him in with Connor early in the new year, do the trilogy fight. Connor comes back against the guy that isn't going to wrestle fuck him because mm. Nate won't, even though he could. Yeah, Nate would rather just stand up and, and fight him like a man. That's just the way Nate Diaz is. They did both Diaz brothers, hence the scrap pack moniker. So I think that's the perfect fight for Connor. Puts him right back on the radar. Fans buy into it. It smashes the pay per view record once again, um, and it buys Tom Connor time to potentially Khabib to move on or potentially to round his game to get that confidence back to do something else against Khabib that he wasn't able to do first time around. Mm. From a quite slow start to 2018, the back end of 2018 is looking quite rosy once again for the UFC, isn't it? And it's no coincidence that there's a certain Mr. McGregor back. There's uh, a certain Mr. Jones back. And we've got a really tasty female fight there as well. When we had the last successful year, we had Ronda, we had Connor, yeah. we had Jones. They were all going at it. It seems that we need to find a superstar from somewhere else because this ain't going to last forever. We can't have... If this falls off again, if Connor clears off, if Jones gets popped once again, or, or maybe Valentina and Johanna don't well, do it. Don't bet against Jones fucking up in the... Of course he will. Gustafsson being yeah, off. Of course he will. But what, what my point is, is what, who's going to carry the UFC? Because there ain't yeah. anybody else to carry it. No, I know, but we, you know, go back a couple of years. You know, no one had ever heard of Conor McGregor. You know, so I know Jones is the youngest ever champion, but he was, you know, he was on a completely different path than what he's on now. You know, he was he was the hero, and now he's returning absolutely one hundred percent as the heel. I think the fight there with DC remains a heavyweight. Should he come through Gustafsson, which is a big should. You know, Gustafsson must be buzzing because mm. he's been an active for so long. John Jones, I know Gustafsson's been an active as well, but there's no better time now to fight John Jones than this first one back because. Mm. You know, he's just not he's not been doing it for so long. But you know, the other fight that we haven't even mentioned that's been confirmed is Cyborg versus Nunes, that unification fight in the uh, the other wi- in women's biggest fight. So back in the two thousand eighteen is gonna be absolute flames for the UFC. But they need it. That's on the same card as uh, Jones Gustafson, isn't yeah. it? Thirtieth of December, is it? Or twenty ninth of December, thirtieth yeah. in the UK on a yeah. Sunday morning. Um but uh, you know, we're rolling into this new eleven sports deal which kicks in mid January. 
Um, it's good that BT confirmed this week that they're going to take the rest of the UFC right up until that date. Interesting to see what the transition period's like, but it's a massive time now for, for that the sport in this country. Bellator has signed loads of fighters. Eventually they will get some kind of fucking TV deal, I'm sure. Um, potentially BT Sport, you know, mm. but... Uh, I just think right now it's a good time if you're a mixed martial artist in the UK. Chris Fishgold from Liverpool makes his debut in Canada in two weeks' time. Massive opportunity for him as well. Yeah, well, I was going to bring you on to him because obviously we've got Cage Warriors this weekend. Um, and when we speak about Cage Warriors, I suppose, we go Paddy, we yeah, go yeah. Chris, we go a couple of the other lads that uh, that have moved on. Nathan as well, Nathaniel Wood, should I say, yeah. um, who made a fantastic debut in the in the UFC. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what's next for him. Yeah. But regarding Chris... Tom, Tom Duquesnoy, as they're talking about, which would be fucking flames. For Nathaniel? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. amazing if that it happens. would be a wonderful fight, yeah. yeah. But regarding... Uh, Fishy, yeah, he's one of those kids that has, we've known him for a bit because he's been on the Liverpool Merseyside scene yeah. for such a long period of time. Obviously, a lot of people have spoke very, very highly of him. He needs his chance. He needs his chance. He yeah. needs his chance. He, he did it in the Cage Warriors, and like you say, in a couple of weeks' time, he's going to get that opportunity uh, to Canada, really make yeah. a statement. And, and 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 this is the beautiful thing about MMA: first fight could be as good as or as entertaining as the last fight on the card. You've got to you've got to snap snap their hand off when you when you when you put on there because then by making that noise, you get an opportunity. Um, on the bigger, more uh, prevalent pay-per-views. More prominent cards, yeah. What I'm looking forward to, as much as anything else, is seeing him fight at featherweight as well. You know, he was he was lightweight champion in Cage Warriors, uh, but he stayed at lightweight purely because his mate Paddy, his trainer partner Paddy, was the featherweight champ and competing for the featherweight belt. So, Fishy was now like... he's filled out. Fishy's, Fishy was always like, when I get UFC, I'm going to move down to featherweight. I can do featherweight. I just happen to be Cage Warriors lightweight champion and smashing everybody to bits. Mm. But when I move on, I'll move down. So I'm interested to see what he looks like in New Brunswick as a featherweight. Um, but yeah, you know, we'd expect him to do good things because it was Cage Warriors run. But I think sometimes it, the opportunities come a little bit too soon for some fighters. You know, we've, we've seen some guys... Uh, exposed in the UFC, maybe things came a little bit quicker than than what we expected. They've been moved on too fast, but um, Fishy feels like he's he's paid his dues with Cage Warriors for a long time. He's been at the top of his game a long time. He's definitely ready for the UFC, and you know, unlike a lot of British fighters, he's not his strength is his ground game rather than his striking really, and I think that's what you need when you move for, as being a European yeah. into the UFC. You need yeah, to, yeah. to handle yourself on the floor, as Craig White has has found out you know he's stepped into the UFC and he, he can't live with guys on the ground you know and uh, Diego Sanchez you know absolutely just beat the, the shit out of him last time out it just looked a little bit too soon for Craig but Fishy's a different kettle of fish Whee! and uh, hopefully we, uh, hopefully he can thrive one thing I do want to mention as well before we sign off on this MMA show is uh, Bama has folded, I've heard. Mm. Rumours are right. I only saw now. a rumour. Is that confirmed now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think Bama's gone under, you know, and they've got a lot of UK fighters now who are going to have contracts uh, terminated, which is so disappointing. Bama did great things, man. You know, they they really did so, so much good for this sport. And at a time when Cage Warriors folded, you know, went under for a while uh, after Graham Boylan sold it to... to the Middle East and then the Middle East didn't know what the fuck to do with the brand and it kind of died until Graham bought it back there was like a two year window there where Bama with a backbone of British MMA and that can't be overlooked like they literally kept this fucking sport going you know what they did always did consistently brilliant cards Ben Chili Bertie who's a, yeah. a mate of the show that uh, that works for the UFC he was a massive Bama fan you know he used to help work on their productions before he went over to IMG and 
you know, he used to always say great things about the cards. And, I, you know, I've got to be honest, I never, ever sat down and, and watched a shit bama card. He would always matched well. You know, no surprise. Um, Jude Samuel, who's the matchmaker from Bama. This was the beginning of the end. I heard two weeks ago that he'd gone over to Bellator. Bellator had signed him as the European matchmaker. There's a couple gone over now, haven't they, from There's Bama? a couple, yeah. Dave, who used to run Bama. Yeah. He's now uh, vice president. Dave Green is, is, is That's like right. head of Bama and mayor or whatever it is. So we can see what they're doing. Um, I bet you... Uh, but it's, it's come at the cost of, of Bama, mm. unfortunately. One person that will be delighted will be uh, the kid off Geordie Shaw. Yeah, Alan, absolutely. Alan Chalmers, because yeah, he was course. having real problems with his contract. They weren't allowing him to fight yeah. X, Y, and Z. They were stopping him from doing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So if it's no longer there, he's, it's, it's going to be null and void. He's a free agent. He can crack on. The yeah. only problem is, is that the geezer that he was having an argument with, uh, Dev Green, who you've just been talking about, who was at Bama, is now over to, now over to Bellator, <laughs> yeah. and that's who wanted him originally. Bellator exactly, wanted yeah. him. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays but out. But you know what? The, the kids made a real splash, and at the end of the day, if the UFC are going to fucking sign CM Punk, who's never won a fight before. They've got to at least look at this, Geordie Shaw. You know, I was dead against it at the start and I laughed at the first two fights because I thought they were gimme. I thought they were yeah, like, they were. What, what's all this about? Yeah. But I like him. I like yeah. his attitude. I like the way he's talking. Yeah. I like his last couple of fights. At I the know end people of the day, who've trained with him as well. I like, can say he's legit. You know, so he's, he's dedicated. He's not just turning up and fucking yeah, you know, trying to have a little go. He's actually committed to the sport. Sweet. You know? so I'm, 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 get, I'm, I'm well in. Yeah, man, I'm signed up. Not head of his fan club, but I'm signed up to see what comes <laughs> next. Know, I, just, I, I was just taking a bite then with you saying, yeah, I mean, I'm signed up. I'm thinking, what? Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not head of the fan club. We're not club, doing an Aaron Chalmers t-shirt yet. No, we fucking know. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Not yet. We, we might <laughs> yeah. get on it. We might get on it. Um, Cage Warriors this weekend, we're going to give you a preview from Dan Hardy because he's there. Yeah. He's, he's calling the fight. Dan's going to drop something. It won't be as, I don't think it'll be his usual full reptile show, but it might it might appear in your feed about th- Friday. Yeah. A little 10 minute thing just to just to preview that card because it is a cracking card in Birmingham, yeah. See, we had, I, had a, I had a chat with Dan last week. He's, uh, he's He's got quite a lot booked in for the full reptile radio. He's doing a thing with Mark Goddard in the next couple of weeks, yeah. a thing on refereeing and all that type of stuff. The interesting angle that he's going to take He's going to speak to Mark Goddard about the fights that Mark Goddard has refereed of Dan's. Oh, right. Okay. Well, fucking hell. There must be a few of them. Yeah. At least a dozen. Yeah. So he's going to say, why did you do this in this yeah. fight? Why did you do that? Why did you Why did you pull it at this particular point? The good thing for Mark Goddard, I don't think he's ever ref Dan losing a fight. So he's all right. Yeah, he should be, he should be sound. Yeah. Should be sound. So that'll be a wonderful angle. That'll be on that'll the be Full Reptile Radio uh, feed. Uh, obviously, there'll be a new one on Thursday. And I think there's going to be an extra 10, 15 minutes on the Friday drop in this week with yeah. Dan previewing uh, Cage Warriors. So he'll give you all that. All right. Um, you can subscribe to the full uh, Fight Disciples network by going on iTunes. Just uh, search Fight Disciples. We are there. Just hit the subscribe button. Write us a lovely little review and it'll help us in the charts and what have you. And you can also uh, subscribe uh, via Android, via our website, fightdisciples.com. We're all over social media, at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to YouTube because there's loads of stuff on there from uh, the world of boxing this week, uh, previewing some massive fights that are coming up over the next couple of weeks uh, for lads that we know. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.